0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 88 of Reboot Already Underway. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. He's taking what, a there, drink how of many water. many people have
1: not had Baja Blast? They're so very confused by that. That not, have never had
0: homemade Baja Blast, which you make. Oh,
1: well, no. No one has ever had homemade Baja Blast, Was I Jake, and I... Eric?
0: No, I never, heard it. Uh, I never had, had it. Rapper Rapper had it.
1: Yeah, he's married now. So he he's care.
0: married. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're just airing that on the podcast, but he Congratulations, is. <laughs> Congratulations, friend of the show. Uh, and of course, also as always, Aaron, the host of the Aaron's Han. That's true. It's we have a celebrity. Uh, it's a real award show. I mean, when you get three years
2: running, yeah,
0: you're, you're legit, right? Unless it's like, it's like that one.
2: What's that law? Where you like you have to like live on like a public piece of land for a certain amount of time, and then you own it.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, but now I will use that to my advantage. So there we go, uh, guys. This week, a great show for you, as always. Do we ever do a bad one? Yes. This is not one of those, though, because we are going through and we are doing our Oscar predictions again this year. 2018, we're going through every category. We're going to have a winner. I think Aaron won last year. I'm pretty sure. If there's a competition on this show, Aaron is sure to win it. Yeah, I think
2: it's a safe bet.
0: (laughs) So maybe one of us will be able to dethrone him, play it a little safer this
1: year we am going
0: to go all arrival, all the time. All arrival, all the time. <laughs> um, all right, so let's just dive right into it. Starting on the very bottom of the list, we'll work our way up. Uh, we're talking makeup and hairstyling. We've got Darkest Hour, Victoria and Abdul, <laughs> and Wonder. I think Darkest Hour obviously gets it. I'm going yeah. Darkest Hour. Um,
2: I think this one's a lock. Yeah. David, David, don't do it. David. <laughs> I see you want to be contrarian, but don't do it.
1: That's fine.
0: fine. And, David, all right, Take so like either we all get a, a point or none of us get a point. It's the only way we're doing it this year. Uh, yeah, and also... I'm really surprised that uh, Shape of Water didn't get them. But... Yeah, me too. They're like, we can't give everything to Shape of Water, like... Um, no, so this is also an opportunity for us to discuss, uh, you know, our thoughts on the nominations. There uh, are some grievances that we have, especially when we get to the uh, animated film uh, category. There's one in there that, uh, yeah, anyway, film editing. We're looking at Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I, Tanya, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I am Putting in Dunkirk as a lock on this one.
2: I was also going to go with Dunkirk. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm answering first next time because I wanted to go. Dunkirk.
0: <laughs> then go Dunkirk if you no, if I'm you believe it Dunkirk. in your heart. I'm
1: setting that next time I go first next time. I'm, I'm not going to change just because
0: in. you you picked one or anything. I I have my choices already. <laughs> so what are you picking? Are you picking Dunkirk?
1: Yes. Put me in for right. Dunkirk.
0: Um, I think a, a close second would probably be Baby Driver, but... No. No?
2: I think it's more likely three billboards, just because it tends to correlate more with Best Picture. Hmm. It's just one of those awards.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, visual effects. Blade Runner 2049, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Kong Skull Island, Star Wars The Last Jedi... And war for the planet of the apes.
1: I'm gonna go with war.
0: I think you're probably right about that. But I am going to give it to Blade Runner. Just mix it up a little bit.
2: Yeah, those are the two I'm, uh. <laughs> so which is between. it?
0: Which is it, Aaron?
2: But I'm gonna go with, uh, war.
0: Yeah. Kind of. Have they won one yet for uh, visual effects? They didn't win in 2014 because Guardians won for some reason. Um, I don't know. I, not that Guardians has bad effects, but like compared to War for the or like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is just photorealistic, guys. I don't know. Uh, all right, so now we get into the guessing categories. <laughs> Short you mean The
1: lock category. Like, yeah, yeah. This is an like easy win for me right now. Of course.
0: Uh, short film, live action. Yeah, God, it's gonna be really difficult for me to pronounce some of those too. Uh, Decalb Elementary, The Eleven O'clock, The Silent Child, All of Us, and my nephew Emmett. Not. I'm gonna take the first one. Decalb. My honey.
1: nephew Emmett. My nephew Emmett does not sound like good live action. I'm gonna go with All
0: of Us, just because it sounds inspiring
2: (laughs) i'm gonna go with david on the 11 o'clock or whatever it's called
0: oh no you're gonna go with 11 o'clock okay david went with (laughs) Decalb elementary uh so short film animated (laughs) dear basketball garden party negative space lou in revolting rhymes
1: negative space
0: okay I'm going to go with Lou. I think that's the Pixar one. It is, so I'm also going to go with it.
1: Oh, wait. Oh, I'm changing it then. Pixar is (laughs) going to sweep. I know that. Pixar made that one. Definitely going to go with that one.
0: All right. So now we're moving into music. Original score. We've got Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, The Shape of Water, Star Wars The Last Jedi. And three billboardists outside Ebbing, Missouri. I mean, I'm going to go... Alright, so this is the battle here. Do I I pick the one that I want to win or the one that I think will win? Because if I'm picking what I think will win, I think The Shape of Water wins.
2: Which one do you want to win?
0: I want Dunkirk to win.
1: What about Star Wars?
0: Well, Star Wars is like... Yeah, it's a great score, but also it's like it's not like original, really. I mean, there are a lot of great new original tracks, but it's all playing off of familiar themes, I guess. So I, I just think that's like, hey, throw John Williams a bone, be like, hey, it's he's the Meryl Streep of composers. They're like, he's in that movie, he did that movie. Yeah, give him a give him a nom. So I'm gonna go with Shape of Water. Same. I, I I want Dunkirk to win, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Also same. Uh. David, you got a pick? And fast-paced um, guessing. Water, and... Water, water. 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 All right, we have a lot of the like same ones water. here. I like to drink water. Oh, my God.
1: What, okay. What if I should just answer every single thing correctly as Aaron does, so then technically I would win two.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, that's a way to do it, I guess. Uh, sound mixing. Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, The Shape of Water, Star Wars The Last Jedi. So, Dunkirk should absolutely not win this, right? <laughs> it,
1: it, if you pick up... Uh, never mind. I mean, I could. i just to
2: go with Dunkirk. You're going to go with Dunkirk? They They love war films in this category.
0: I just... They do, but also... Like...
1: I'm taking Baby <laughs> The mixing <driver>. is
0: bad. <laughs> like, that might be the worst part of the movie. And that's not I'm, the thing.
1: I'm going to take the driver.
0: Yeah, Dave's going to take the driver. I'm going to go with... Oh, my God. This one, I didn't really have one pitch. I'm going to go Blade Runner. You know, I'm going to spread the love a little bit. I'm going to show some to Blade Runner. Now, sound editing with Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk... The Shape of Water and Star Wars The Last Jedi.
2: I'm gonna go with Baby Driver on this one.
0: Okay. Interesting. I'm gonna go with Star Wars on this one. Just for Uh... that one in particular? Huh? That one in particular? Yeah.
2: Yeah. The moment where
0: sound was very important. (laughs) Or at least (laughs) noticeable. I like yeah. I like baby driver. I
1: want baby driver.
0: He's, t- he's he employing was. he's employing his tactic. He's clicking <laughs> all the Aaron ones. Uh, no, co-
1: Aaron, I split.
0: That's true. Uh, costume design, Beauty and the Beast, Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, The Shape of Water, and Victoria and Abdul. I'm going Phantom Thread, right? Like. You kind of have to, yeah, given the subject matter. And also, Daniel Day Lewis made a
1: dress
0: all by himself. This man is a national treasure. Like, how? How does he exist? So, Aaron's going with Phantom Thread as well. David, you got a you got a pick there? Uh,
1: yeah, throw me on the sewing machine.
0: Throwing him on the sewing machine that sounds like a way to kill someone in a slasher movie uh cinematography blade runner 2049 darkest hour dunkirk mudbound and the shape of water i swear to god if blade runner 2049 does not win in this category roger deakins or richard what is his name deakins whatever He should just. You would
2: know his name if he. Yeah, if he won won
0: an award. He should just never make a movie again. Because what's the point? He will never be recognized for his amazing and outstanding work. So I'm going with Blade Runner 2049 out of pure. Give this man an award. (laughs) Like, I don't Uh, know. I will not take Dunkirk. Aaron? Mm Hmm? What do you. uh,
2: I I didn't hear when this was.
0: Cinematography. Oh, Blade Runner. Okay. I thought I had said that. No, 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 no. sorry. Uh, all right, so here we go. Moving on to the next one. Production Design. Beauty and the Beast. Blade Runner 2049. Darkest Hour. Sometimes it says Darkest Hour. Sometimes it says The Darkest Hour. I don't know which is the correct title because apparently Variety doesn't know what the it's, correct it's title darkest is hour. either. The Darkest okay. Hour is that... Jake, they're two. Di- they're two different. That's movies, right. So you don't know that <laughs> they they nominated the 2013 <laughs> movie that we talked about in bad movie of the week. I forgot about that until just now, so thank you. Um, uh, Dunkirk and The Shape of Water. I. What's this for? This is for production design. I'm gonna go with Shape of Water. You're going shape, shape of Water. water? I yeah. I can't disagree with you there. I'm
1: going there well as well. bad uh, Whole Bioshock feel, but like it's not actually a Bioshock feel, it's an actual just like era feel. But like it reminds me of Bioshock, <laughs> okay? Yeah, a lot of greens, a lot of greens, like in uh, Bioshock, Aaron.
0: Yeah, same, okay? Yeah, well, ah,
1: but yeah, you guys followed my footsteps, that's why I said this.
0: <laughs> this um, there's this award there's no season, movie I liked. Oh, sorry, you go Jay. <laughs> it's okay. This award season is very. It feels predictable. I don't know if you guys agree. Um, but I hope it's it not as predictable as it of, seems. like, the one. Which one? We'll get to it. We'll okay. It. Uh, well, original my song. Problem is there's yeah. not
1: a movie that, like, I absolutely, like, I liked a lot of movies, but there wasn't one where I was just like, wow, this is the movie, and that I could instantly, like, arrival. There's no arrival this year.
0: Mm. It's called Lady Bird, so, and it's amazing. Uh, um,
1: Original question, question, song. Question. Have yeah. We, have we heard any nominations for Ladybird Lady yet? I don't think so, so. Obviously, it well, <laughs> it wasn't that good because oh Arrival God. got nominated for everything <laughs> last year.
0: Okay, it really didn't. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, original song, "Mighty River" from Mudbound, "Mystery of Love," "Call Me by Your Name," "Remember Me," "Coco," "Stand Up for Something" from Marshall. Which that is this the only thing Marshall got? It's the song? Yeah, yeah. And another movie that only got the song, The Greatest Showman, This Is Me. I feel like that song's going to win, but yeah. Mystery of Love is a really great song. So I'm, I'm going to go Mystery show of
1: Love. Because literally all my friends in college right now are like, The Greatest Showman is like such an amazing movie. I was like okay, I don't think we're friends anymore. And then there are like, <laughs> the soundtrack's so good. And, like, literally whenever I want to, like, drive with them somewhere, they're playing the soundtrack and, like, dancing and trying to sing. And, like, I feel like I'm living in high school musical. It's awful.
0: Aaron, have you got a horse in this race?
1: No, he's just not voting. He's, he's just, just not voting. voting for no, Where's I'm the Bye Bye gonna... Man?
0: Where's the Bye Bye Man song? <laughs> it won an Aaron, guys. Yeah. It did, it did. You're not gonna let me live that
2: down. No, never,
0: (laughs) never Uh, in your life. I'm gonna go with the Coco song. Okay, cool. That's a very split one from us. I, the song from Call Me by Your Name, it's very good. It does not fit in the movie, and I don't know how that weighs when they vote, because it's a good song. I don't think they care that much. Okay, so then I feel confident. Uh, Writing original screenplay, The Big Sick. Get out, Ladybird, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I'm going get For out. Best,
1: ori- best original
0: screenplay. Screen yeah,
1: Aaron, I'm, I'm I'm mulling it over. I'm kind of I'm between food extra good.
2: I think either Ladybird or Get Out.
1: Mm-hmm. It's gonna Ask get. For... I feel no, like I'm they're gonna going
2: get locked out of a lot of other major awards. So they're gonna get recognized here,
1: mm-hmm. but
2: I don't know which one they're going to prefer. I'm gonna go with taking... get out.
1: Yeah, dang it, I want to get out because I don't want to do or anything. I'll take it out. Take it out. I think
0: Get Out gets its awards everywhere but the direction and um. What am I looking for? Direction and best picture. But people are saying there's a chance. I don't really agree, but <laughs> like I would love it if Get Out were to win Best Picture, but I don't think that's even a possibility. Uh, writing, adapted screenplay, call me by your name, the disaster artist, Logan, Molly's Game, or Mudbound.
2: I'm going to go with call me by yeah. your name just because it's someone yeah. with also a best picture name.
0: Yeah. Now, I'm going to go with
1: the disaster artist.
0: All right. Not even Logan, huh? No.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. No, no. Okay. Uh, documentary. Short subject Edith and Eddie. Sorry. Edith plus Eddie. No spaces. Heaven is a traffic jam on the 405. Heroin with an E in parentheses. Name your mo- where's my microphone? Name your movies normal titles, people. Knife skills and traffic stop. Two with the word traffic in it this year, guys. I'm going with it's, heaven is a, big is a traffic jam. Big, biggest problem in 2017. Traffic. 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 There was no <laughs> other problem in 2017 that could have even touched how horrible the traffic was. Nothing. I can't I'm
2: think of go one. With, uh, heroin though. No. Okay.
1: David? I'm going to go with the second. Wait, what was, what was the second one? Heaven is
0: a traffic jam on the 405.
1: No, I can't do it on that one. <laughs> what was the third one then? Uh, heroin.
0: No,
1: nope. nope, not that one. The last one. Last traffic
0: stop. Why are they
1: all to do with traffic? (laughs) Because it was a big
0: problem in 2017. You don't understand, David. People out here, they're stuck on the 405 and they're like, I just can't get home. Traffic is so bad.
1: Give me the first one then.
0: Okay. Traffic was so bad this year, David. Oh my God, I can't believe you. No,
1: No, why? Because we didn't invite flying cars. That was our
0: problem. Yeah, Elon Musk is out here making flamethrowers, but he's like, no, flying car? I'm not touching that. Flamethrowers, though. (laughs) I will make yeah. that. <laughs> documentary feature uh, Abacus, Small Enough to Jail, Faces, Places. Probably should have said that in such a cheery voice. That's probably a very sad documentary. <laughs> Faces, Places, Icarus, Last Men in Aleppo, or, uh, sorry, Last Men in Aleppo, and Strong Island. I'm going Icarus, baby.
2: Me too. I think they're going to like the, uh, timing with the Olympics. Oh
0: my god. You don't think they'd be so shallow on their pick.
2: The Oscars being shallow?
0: Oh yeah. Sorry. I should have known.
1: But What if... I'm going to say no. I'm going to go with the island one because the Olympics have such a bad taste in everyone's mouth with the recent doctor, Michigan State doctor, who's an Olympic...
2: Yeah, but this uh, is also like critical no. of Olympics related stuff.
1: No, I don't. I think they want to spit the Olympics out of their mouth. They want nothing to do with it.
0: Weird phrasing. Animated feature film. <clears throat> Breadwinner. Coco. Ferdinand. Loving Vincent. And the one. The Lego Batman. Movie. The only. The Boss Baby he's <laughs> out here he's making butt jokes he's having a good time he's going in the sky he's drinking the milk that makes him young and he's out here and he's saying uh no cookies are for closers and they're like we really like glengarry glen ross that's a funny joke that's a good one and then they just were like let's give it all the awards
1: did it for an, uh, get like a super high rating on Rotten tomatoes or no no it
0: was, it's like not, not really, super no. high okay yeah lego batman movie was completely snubbed here they just don't like legos I, at all dude i don't understand it they are some of the most critically acclaimed movies of the year not just what what if they no. animated no, uh lego ninjago i think i might have burned down the academy <laughs> you know, like there's no other explanation oh!
1: let's not put that on the internet, internet. no they didn't they, they, they didn't with do the it. Academy. i don't give know coco it's obviously like coco right give me the coco yeah i give think it's coco that's a major
0: aaron uh coco obviously okay yeah i mean is there any other choice it's pixar Uh, Alright, so Best Director, here we are, doing a director, direct your time. Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. Jordan Peele for Get Out. Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread. And Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water.
2: Now... I I, I want Nolan.
0: I I want Nolan too. But here's the thing. Nolan is going to continue <laughs> to make movies of this quality. I don't think there's even a question about that. He is just a, a well-oiled machine of film. <laughs> so, and I, I don't know, man. Nominating Greta Gerwig and Jordan Peele when they were not nominated at other award shows? <sighs> but, do they split it? This year. That's also the other thing. They've been splitting they're, it every year. They probably will. Yeah, they always do. Um, you, de, er, Aaron, you're saying Shape of Water? hmm I'm going to pick Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Give me the peel. Okay. With I, with I, I, think I think there's a chance. No, there um, I think there's a chance there for Jordan Peele. I think there's a chance there. Uh, let's see. Actress in a supporting role. Mary J. Blige in Mudbound. Allison Janney. Janney, Janney, Janney. I think it's Janney. in I, Tanya. There's a lot of commas in that sentence. <laughs> Leslie Manville in Phantom Thread. Laurie Metcalf in Lady Bird. Or Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. Laurie Metcalf I'll go
1: with Octave, should
0: win. Will she? Octavius
1: was...
0: Octavia, (laughs) but yeah. She's the friend in Shape of Water.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with her.
0: They love Octavia Spencer. I wouldn't doubt it. I'm going to go with
2: uh, Allison Janney. (sighs) However you say her last
0: name. Janney. (laughs) I think it's Janney. I'm going to go with Laurie Metcalf just because... This is a category where they kind of like to shake it up every once in a while. I mean, who, uh, who was it that won two years ago now? Um, oh, what is his name? But whoever. Whoever's in Bridge of Spies. Um, uh, Mark Rylance? Yeah, Mark Rylance. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> like, why? Okay, sure. So, maybe they'll, they'll shake it up a little bit. Uh, we're looking at actress in a leading role. Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water, Francis McDormand in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Margot Robbie in I Tanya, Shersha Ronan in Ladybird, and Meryl Streep in The Post. <laughs> like, guys, yeah. Meryl Streep is good in The Post, but. She's so good. She is so mind blowingly good that we had to nominate her for best actress Or did you guys just get lazy and were like
1: Yeah, I know Meryl Streep. Nominate her. It's like she's like living her real life in the post. Yeah. It's like she kinda of knows everyone. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. <So> got...
0: <laughs>
2: what if Meryl Streep that, just, like they... played herself in a movie? About just a random day in her life.
0: Did she get a nomination? I do not doubt it. She got nominated for, uh, what was it? Florence Florence Foster Foster Foster. Jenkins. That movie sucks. So, I don't know, man. She could do anything. It's like, we're going to give Meryl Streep a nomination over the little girl in uh, the Florida Project, who is apparently amazing, and like she's six. But who cares about six-year-olds? Meryl Streep needs a twenty-first nomination. <laughs> I just it bothers me so much. But it's the winner is going to be Frances McDormand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Uh, but I would like it if Sheersha won. She's better than Frances McDormand in these movies. But I like Frances McDormand a lot, so I'm not going to complain. David, you gotta you gotta pick. Yeah, Shape of Water. All right. That's a, yeah, her performance is really great. So I wouldn't hate that. Actor in a supporting role. Willem Defoe in The Florida Project. Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Let's also throw Sam Rockwell in there, also in Three Billboards. Richard Jenkins in The Shape of Water. And Christopher Plummer in All the Money in the World. A role he shot in, like, two months. <laughs> um, I This is a more difficult one, right? I mean, it's Sam Rockwell, probably.
2: I'm gonna go with him, just because the other award shows seem to lean that way. That's, yeah, that's the same But safe I'd say bet. Willem Dafoe is the other
0: yeah. solid choice. Like, I think Richard Jenkins is great in Shape of Water, and I think uh, Woody Harrelson is also great in Three Billboards, but... They're just not, like, the heavyweight acting, you know? It's like, hey, I'm a comedic character. What's up? How's it going? (laughs) That was my (laughs) Richard Jenkins impression. Everyone can... (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Willem Dafoe. I'm going to go with him. Uh, uh, David. Who you going with? Yeah, I'll I'll
1: I'll double down on the
0: Jake this time. Oh, okay. I like it. Actor in a leading role. <laughs> Here we go. I'm horrible at names. Timothy Schlemme is how I've heard it pronounced. And if it's wrong, that's not my fault. That's how I've heard people pronounce it. Daniel Day-Lewis in Phantom Thread. Huh. Daniel Kaluuya in Get Out. Gary Oldman in Darkest Hour. And Denzel Washington. And Roman J. Israel Esquire. Again, I, I know Denzel Washington. <laughs> like, let's give it to him.
1: Um, I'm gonna go get out.
0: Yeah, I mean... Of these movies... I have seen Get Out and Call Me By Your Name. And I'd give it to Get Out. I'd give it to Daniel Kaluuya. He's really great. I
2: would say he deserves
0: it. Yeah. But
2: I think Gary Oldman is definitely winning this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I just, Darkest Hour doesn't look that good to me. I'm like, I have to see it. I have to see it. It's the one that's playing everywhere. Like, I, Tanya, is still very far away. It's playing in
2: the theater near me, but I'm not... I still refuse to go see it.
0: Aaron, you have to see it. We do a show, Aaron, where we cover best picture nominees.
2: We're not going to get that far. You don't think so? That'd be the last one.
0: That'd be the last priority. Okay, sure. Uh, So, uh, Aaron, giving it to Gary Oldman. And, you know, I think Daniel Day Lewis is going to get thrown a bone. They're going to be like, hey, Daniel, it's your last performance. We love ya. Here you go.
1: When you said when you said hey Daniel, it reminded me like a flashback to some Tosh like Daniel <laughs> Tosh stuff. But like, hey Daniel, like I don't know why that was really weird.
0: <laughs> All right, so we're here. We are at the best picture. Uh, we've got Call Me by Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post. The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. And this is a fairly tough call. I really don't know what's going to win this year.
1: I want to Get Out, but was it created too early for, like, the lasting impact? Like,
2: what? I would say its problems more reside in its genre than its release. Though so both are, certainly. But it's
1: 2018. Well, it's 2018, Aaron. They need like they're gonna have a new. They're gonna have a genre that has broken the walls for the best picture now. and like it's gonna happen. Okay, you're going get it,
0: Okay. I am. What do I say?
1: I'm not gonna say
0: it. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you're gonna say. I think it's probably for the best that you got that. Um. Ah, dude, I am torn. I want Ladybird to win. <clears throat> it's my favorite movie of the year. <coughs> but also the shape of water is like. If we go off of pure what has been nominated the most, it's the shape of water. And then uh, three what billboards, what one statistics drama. are on
1: like. So what are the statistics <laughs> are on like so? if the movie with the most nominations also wins Best Picture. Like, I wonder, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how often does that happen?
0: I don't know. Aaron, what do you think? <laughs> you, you're you the one who I... knows this game. So, Aaron, uh... run the numbers. Run the numbers <laughs> for well, us I don't there. know
2: about David's question, but my guess is going to be three billboards. Okay. Just because I think they're going to split, and I already picked uh, Del Toro for director, so. Mm. I think Get Out's gonna have a problem with uh, it's a genre pick. Yeah. I think Ladybird, they're not gonna go with an A24 coming of age again. And yeah, okay. Yeah. Interesting choice.
0: So I'm gonna go with three billboards. And we're all wrong, it's The Post. <laughs> I mean, I like The Post a lot, but it's not Best Picture. Um, God, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go with Lady Bird. I love the movie too much to give it up here. Uh, but what a good year, though, for movies. The only one, the only two that I'm like, okay, really, guys? (laughs) Is, uh, Darkest Hour, and we'll get to it later, but Call Me By Your Name. Where I'm like, I mean... They're good movies, but I don't know. So, that is our uh, prediction. Those those are our predictions for uh, the Academy Awards 2018. Guys, uh, you know, stick around. Because when the Oscars happen, you know we're doing a follow-up, baby. We're going to be running through who won, who lost, and who had fun. Bye. Probably Jimmy Kimmel. He seems to really enjoy hosting. So, here we go. We're moving on with the rest of the podcast. You have you have a problem with that? Take it up with your lawyer, because I'm not dealing with it. Guys, <clears throat> I forget how this podcast <laughs> works. Oh, uh, let's move movies. on to the upcoming movies of the week. Uh, <laughs> so... Winchester is a movie.
1: Is that the new one with Helen
0: Mirren, Jason Clark? Well, who? Helen Mirren and Jason Clark? No, it's not it. What were you thinking of?
1: With Batman, not Ben Affleck. Christian Bale? Was...
0: Yeah, that's Hostiles. We talked about that like three weeks ago.
1: Oh no, it hasn't.
0: It hasn't the wide release. Never mind. It's a go on. Okay. All right. Uh, so Winchester. So instead of being a January horror film, we're getting a February. No, it's still January. No, it's not. It's February. Never mind. I don't know how dates work. Uh, but it's a February horror film, my dudes. And we're definitely gonna be seeing some bad stuff from this one. Woohoo! If you ever wanted to learn how to take an interesting story and turn it into a bad movie, I'm guessing, watch this. Like, why is this a horror movie? I mean, I think it's a
2: pretty interesting, uh, true life story, but...
0: But it's not true life at this point. Yeah, she thought she was being haunted by the but ghosts, like, the parts but... that are. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Like, I love the Winchester Mystery House. It's awesome. It's cool looking. I want to go to it one day. I want to get lost in its halls and forever be haunted by the spirits of the uh, people who were killed by Winchester rifles. But guys, right? I mean... Helen Mirren's in it at least. I think Helen Mirren's a good actress. I often get her confused with Meryl Streep. (laughs) I'm like, wasn't Meryl Streep in that? And then I check it, and I'm, no, that was Helen Mirren. Meryl Streep was not in Red and Red Two. <laughs> was Helen Mirren in that? Yes, she was. Okay, so that's where we're at right now. <clears throat> Other than that, I don't have much to say about Winchester. Obviously, it's a trailer for a movie. Oh well, no, the movie's a movie, but. I saw the trailer for the movie, and I'm like, Pass as in movie Pass all right, I'm gonna be in there. I'm gonna be getting spooked. I wanna see Jason Clark playing with the monkeys. It's not this one, but I can hope there might still be monkeys. there might be ghost monkeys even so anyone else have have anything to say about this one I... <laughs>
1: No, I'm going to let you ride that one out by yourself.
0: Yeah, that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I think I can live with that. Uh, Yeah, so that's it for that, I guess. Uh, (laughs) We're in a dry spell, guys. There's not much to talk about here. But there is stuff to talk about when we talk about what have we been watching this week.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh! I just want to announce to the world that I have stated on the podcast that I will watch San Junipero, the episode of Black Mirror that Aaron has been begging Jacob Lacy to watch forever. And I want to say that I beat him. Yeah, I watched it before him. So not by podcast, means. I was podcast. I was correct. Did you watch it just because I watched it? That's what I no. thought happened.
0: No. I was already decided
1: to watch it. Yeah, today. I had
0: said I had already asked Aaron. I had already sat down. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna do this" because I had seen you were getting close. I like you were at like no, you watched nosedive, and I was like, "Uh-oh, that's the beginning of season three. I gotta watch this thing." I had a free hour, and I watched it. So we can talk about Black Mirror. You want to talk about everything leading up to San Junipero?
1: Yes. Let me whip out my letterbox. Letterbox,
0: <laughs> baby. Let's be clear. He's whipping out his letterbox to count nothing else how did you feel I, I about said how did you feel about nose dive
1: david so let's let's nose dive was okay it was all right like it I want to say it was not the strongest episode
0: mhm
1: it it was interesting but it wasn't my favorite
0: i like i like that one for its hopeful ending I think that's one of the things that Black Mirror is like. Everything's sort of like really bleak and drab at the end of all of them. And this one's just kind of like. Things can get better. And in 2018, we all kind of need to know that a little bit sometimes. <laughs> like, oh, things can get better. That's good to know. Aaron. So, yeah, so watch.
1: That's no time. We're
0: not playtests. <laughs> No, we're going to get to play tests. I have some serious concerns on that one for you. But continue. Did you, did you not? I hate playtests. I think so, it's awful.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I think it's probably the worst well, I, episode the show has made.
1: We're going to have to talk about that because I thought I enjoyed playtests. But maybe you can sway me. No Dive was alright. I like I like playtests more than Nose Dive.
0: Yeah. I mean you can so, like you can like playtest.
1: It was just not my thing. But we'll get there. Okay. So No yeah, Dive was an interesting concept, but it didn't really didn't really pull pull me. I think it was her laugh. Her laugh that she worked so hard on, which is god awful. And like I know that was the point, but I was just like, uh it's this is, this is disgusting. does like, our world come to? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Then, then I watched Playtest. Mm-hmm. And I I enjoyed playtest. I thought it was a cool concept. Um, thought it was pretty trippy. I don't know. Like, what what is your hate for Playtest? It's been a minute since I have watched like it. One yeah, that's too. too many.
0: Yeah, that's part of it. But also, oh yeah. yeah, where does Aaron stand? We're after you're done talking. I there's something about it just feeling. And maybe I'm a hypocrite. Everyone's a hypocrite, but maybe I'm a hypocrite in Black Mirror because I like how San Junipero, will get there, doesn't really feel like a Black Mirror episode. And I didn't like that this one is like... It, there's just something not right about it. It's a little too on the nose with its message. And overall, it's like a weird... There's like a weird twist on gaming culture that I'm not really a huge fan of. And yeah, I don't know. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but I just know that when I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, this is not fun." So I don't know.
1: I watched it like super late at night too, and that whole Spider Man thing was like, "Oh, like I was yeah. not really." I was like, "Ah, like what? Why?" And I don't know, Aaron. What was your opinion on this one? Because Jake and I still kind of split.
2: I mean, I side more with uh, Jacob. Jake? Like, I, I like aspects of it, but uh, this w- like I said, there's one twist too many.
1: So if they took out what twist? I, I guess. I'm not well, if that they, they took out to one take, of the twists.
2: Well, you can't like take out one piece and still expect the whole thing to work. Right. I mean, like they should have just had a different ending entirely.
0: Yeah. 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 It was like it's that thing when you're watching a movie, and this has been a problem. I think. I wanted to talk about this later, but I guess I can kind of talk about it right now, um, is that just like in movies, I find myself more and more just trying to guess the ending before the movie even starts, and it like ruins the experience for me, and that's a me problem, I realize that, but that's yeah. also a thing with playtests that I'm like, okay, this isn't really happening, this is like, the, like it just, everything felt super predictable, Where most of Black Mirror is like, okay, they have an interesting twist on it that you didn't really see coming. uh, Where Playtest was just very, I don't know. I just felt like I could see every twist before it came. I don't know. I don't know. But if you like it, that's awesome. I just wasn't a fan. Dan Trachtenberg directed that episode too, correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay.
1: Then I watched that uh, good old Shut Up and Dance. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Wait, why are you there's a, there's
0: a story behind this one that Aaron knows. So um, I'll let yeah. you t- I'll let you tell what happened with this. And oh, I don't uh, know it well enough to tell it. No, no, no. I'll let David tell what. Uh, oh, okay. What uh, he thought about it, and then I'll tell the story.
1: Well, interesting episode. I always, I should cover up my camera from now on. <laughs> uh, Wait, why? <laughs> <laughs> just because the government's always watching
0: was it the government
1: i don't know I, was it? i, I don't know Great man it was. okay all I right think, i think it's weird like the scariest part of this episode is that everyone was haunted by an outdated meme
0: oh <laughs> troll face <laughs> yeah isn't that would that when did this come out 2016 was that still relevant so, like, at that point i don't know no no. I don't know. basically,
1: I felt bad for this kid in the very beginning and then everything <laughs> plays out and then when the ending finally like turns out like I'm like, oh my gosh. like at first I was like <laughs> I was a little like confused because like he walked out of it and then all of a sudden the phone rings, and it's his mom. Just, like, blowing him up. I, like, I just get this sinking feeling in my stomach. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: so. I'm like, um, okay, continue. One of the actors in it is from Game of, Game of Thrones. I forget. I don't know who his name. Aaron, do you know what the actor's name is?
2: No, oh, I don't know uh-huh. who you're
0: talking about. I know who you're uh-huh. talking about. It's the other guy, right? Yeah, the other guy who he's in the car with. Yeah. And the driver. He's been in a lot of stuff. That's not specific uh-huh. enough. Yeah, but, yeah but the kid is actually in uh, the end of the effing world,
1: so... Yeah, it's but... Uh, it, yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode. <laughs> All the way through, I'd say, I guess. So, Jake, tell me, tell me so, your story, because you keep laughing. As
0: I'm watching this, I texted Aaron, because I'm like, I just I can't get into this episode. Like, I get it, that's embarrassing, but also... Like, who cares? <laughs> and then and then I just sent that to Aaron and he didn't respond. And then the twist happened. And I'm like, oh, my God. Never mind. Never mind. I didn't mean that. Don't think that I meant no. I No, I didn't know. And I just got, like, instantly sick as soon as that happened. Like, my stomach just started churning. I'm like, oh, please don't let Aaron think that. <laughs> like, it was pretty bad. I was like, oh, yeah. No, that's not okay. He deserves to die, so yeah, yep. That that well, one.
1: <laughs> I, do you think it was the government? What?
0: No, I think it's like a vigilante group.
1: Doesn't
0: matter. <laughs> yes, it does matter. So, doesn't matter. So the main attraction, though.
1: San Junipero. Yeah. I enjoyed San Junipero, which. It's not usually my cup of tea, uh, per se. The kind of because I was a little confused at the very beginning of the episode because I'm like trying to figure out what's going on and like how, like, like uh, what's the technology sense, side you know? of it? You mean? Huh?
0: You mean like what was the technology side of it? Because I was in the same place. I'm like, where does technology fit in here? <laughs> I'm like, okay.
1: Well, yeah, I I wasn't looking. I wasn't. I'd never look at like the whole technology side. Like, I just, I always know that it's going to show up somewhere, but I'm never like looking for it. Mm -hmm. But like, I I was just trying to comprehend like, okay, like what's up with this town? Why are the people like, et cetera, et cetera. And um, the acting was really good. And the whole monologue by, I don't know what her name is, the. Not the redhead, the other lady. When she's talking about her, how her husband died and how her daughter died, and how she, she, that uh, how her husband couldn't choose to come to San Junipero because he couldn't live with himself. Like it's all like really well done. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> what I just this episode is Aaron, I know. Aaron was telling me to watch this for the longest time. I thought he had hyped it up too much. And like Aaron said to me after, he's like, no, I couldn't have hyped it up too much because no amount of hype can live up to how good it is. And yes, this is like the best episode of television I think I've ever watched. It tells a simple, well, not even simple, it tells a complex but yet concise story in 50 minutes that makes you care for these characters In ways that two-hour-long movies can't. Like, it's just great writing. It's great character work. Great acting. A great, fantastic twist. Like, there's a certain point where the idea of the episode is revealed. And I'm like, oh, it's going to end pretty soon here. And that was only, like, halfway through. I'm like, oh, wow, oh, okay. And then more stuff keeps happening. And then more twists. But, like, good twists. And good... I was just crying a lot, man. <laughs> it
1: was a lot of crying, let's be honest. In and this episode was one of the episodes where I truly didn't Because, like, usually I feel like I can tell, like, what, like, a character's gonna do. Or, like, what, how the story's gonna progress the way this one was written and, like, how the characters, like, left it, I didn't know what choice she was going to make. Or if there was a choice at all, I thought her choice was already made. So to see the way that it ended was nice because, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And I don't think I can ever listen to uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth again without crying (laughs) because I tried. Oh, yeah. I tried, and it was, uh, I couldn't. So here oh, yeah, we that's are one oh, thing like I like Aaron I said right to... away.
1: I was like, well, that's one of the best like ways, like songs to end that episode ever. Text Aaron. And he's like, yeah. What do you say you said is your top plate song, uh, yeah, of... song now? It's my
0: top plate song now. It's so good. Um I, and I love I we basically spoiled this episode already. I mean if you ha- I won't I won't go full spoilers, but I love the end credits, the way they're juxtaposing, like, this beautiful human relationship against this cold, dark machinery that are just numbers in a huge system, and yet it has, like, they have these huge ring, this huge range of emotion, like they are still alive. It's, like, it's beautiful, man. I... I this episode so much that I'm probably not going to watch the rest of Black Mirror. I think I'm done except for the good ones. I'm going to watch like, uh, like you said, you said, what ones did you say are still great? Uh, USS Callister? USS
2: Callister and Hang the DJ.
0: Because what's the point in ever watching television ever again now? Like, what's the point? There, It's not going to get better than this. And if it does, I'll have someone tell me. But, I... It's amazing. It's amazing. So, Aaron, you were correct. You win. I can't. Thank you. Worry about, worry so, about are you uh, never going to doubt me ever again, then? Well, I the thing is, I never doubted you. The thing was, I was just like, I'll get to it later. <laughs> okay,
2: fine. Are you going to always listen to me from now on? Yes, yeah, sure. Always. Thank you. Thank you. On everything. On every single thing.
0: Yeah, not just no movies what. or TV show, Like, life, too. So, Of course. When we're playing the board game of life, I'm going to ask your advice. and That's, that's when you need it most. Yeah. That's some high stakes. That's the, yeah. I mean, should my kids go to college? Should they... I don't know. I don't know that game well enough to make a joke. Uh, David, what else have you been watching this week?
1: Um, that, that I haven't watched. Oh, I watched some episodes of It's All in Philadelphia. There I go. watched through uh, season 12. I watched through, um, make I watched uh, Hero Hate Crime. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> best episode of the show. One of the best. Yeah.
1: Enjoy, enjoy. the uh, the bike, man. That, that good old bike. <laughs>
0: And they that, all just look uh, at him and they're like, "Oh, uh, Mac, oh <laughs> like just God.
1: the oh." Is that a guy. you know? Oh, it's a fist, just a blast. <laughs> I was just like cracking up. Okay. Um, I think, I think I watched through, um, making Dennis's murder. Okay. Yeah. That's when. I, that, that's the one with his uh. Cat Wife. That was, that was interesting. I thought it was a Cat new wife. something different. And, uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you just remember that episode? Or? Yeah.
0: I lo- I like that episode a lot. I know it's not particularly loved by fans but I liked it quite a bit. Maybe uh, because I, I watched it. the uh, show. I watched The Making I liked the it because it's so Dennis. I yeah. I like it because it's Dennis and
1: he's like, "Ha, huh.
0: Are you going to watch uh, AP Bio with uh <laughs> with him and Pat Oswalt? what ap bought his new show with pat Oswalt on nbc They have
2: a new show on nbc
0: what's he doing in it he's a
2: teacher he, yeah it's like school of rock
0: yeah
1: but
2: basically
0: not but with pat Oswalt.
1: <laughs> no i'm not i'm not going to i'm not going to support anything until he comes back to the, it's always sunny wow
0: strong words guys bye that's all oh, you watched yeah all right Aaron. Would you like to uh, continue us down this road?
2: Uh, sure. Just a few things to mention. Uh, watched another 2018 film. Watched A Feudal and Stupid Gesture. Mm. And it's, it's similar to The Polka King in that it's the, well, both because they're Netflix originals and because it's like a biopic that has a really interesting subject matter. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's like the creation of the National Lampoon brand and its founder and all that. Yeah. You got a great cast. You got Will Forte. You got Donald Gleason. You Ooh. got Joe McHale playing Chevy Chase, which is weird.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> 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 it's a very strange choice, but also they work together a lot, so. They
2: did. But yeah, uh, I think it was there was a lot of funny bits of it. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, when you have that cast, like it's expected. And I think there was like this really cool kind of like they do like a meta deconstruction of like a lot of it you know a lot of fourth wall breaking and like poking fun at narrative devices and stuff like that that was really cool but I do think that it ended up falling to the same trap that a lot of biopics do where it's like they try to cover too much of the life and so eventually the back half is basically just like oh here's a big moment here's a big moment here's a big moment and it doesn't really flow well
0: yeah I can see that. This is one that I'm still interested in, though. I mean...
2: Gotta yeah,
0: me win. It it's on Netflix. I gotta win. I gotta win.
2: You're not going to.
0: <laughs> I know. Anyway,
2: beyond that, uh, watched a few random films this week, just because Amazon had 50-cent mm. rentals going. So I watched uh, It. I watched the original 1990s It.
0: Solid. How was that? It's, I guess,
2: better than I thought it was gonna be. Look, <laughs> like it's, it's more accurate to the book, mm. which both is like a plus and a hindrance. Where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, they're getting a lot of cool scenes, and you know, it's, it's, it's that just that feeling of having the book come to life. But then there's also parts where it's like they're trying way too hard to recreate exact moments. Regardless of whether they 're silly or don't really connect well so' it 's very uneven overall. I think Tim Curry is the obvious highlight, right, but uh, and the rest of the actors are fine. They got a pretty solid cast of young kids for a TV movie in the '90s, so
0: do they do it like the book where it 's back and forth, or do they do it like the movie yeah. where it 's all the kids and okay
2: No, they do it back and forth. <clears throat> Okay. But they also do this weird thing where, since it was split into two parts originally, they have the kids defeat Pennywise at, like, the halfway mark, because that would have been the end of the first broadcast. But then they continue to have the kids' scenes afterwards.
0: Well, they're going to do that in this one, too. They're going to do that... Didn't they say they're going to do that for part two? yeah, Yeah. They're getting the child... I mean, like, great, because that cast is amazing. But also, like... Where's there to really tell there? But (laughs) this
2: is one that was intentionally set up as back and forth, back and forth, so it's more jarring.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Next. Watch uh, Steve Jobs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Sorkin written.
2: It's quite obviously Aaron (laughs) Sorkin written. I need to watch this. It's good and bad. It's only good in in that Aaron Sorkin way.
0: There's only good. Okay. When you're like, okay, that's a good line,
2: that's a good line, that's a good line. But also, all no your talks characters like sound the same, and this thing yeah. is so pretentious.
1: I love it. I love it.
2: <laughs> I think it is definitely trying way too hard to be the follow-up to the social network, you yeah. know? And that kind of hurts it, especially since uh, Danny Boyle is nowhere near as strong as, of a director as David Fincher.
0: What has Danny Boyle done? Other than this.
2: I don't know. I think he did some other biopic as well. But I don't remember.
0: There we go. Perfect contender to do our Aaron Sorkin movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, um, but, like, speaking of biopics that often fall into traps, I think this one had a really clever structure where they're okay. just, like, it's three 40-minute segments at a specific day in his life. And That's I thought that awesome. was a really cool structure and made it a lot more interesting than I a lot need of,
0: to watch this. That yeah. sounds amazing. It, <laughs> I will be the... 50 cents on Amazon. I check. Need, I need to check that out. I didn't even know that was a thing that was going on. So I'll check that out after this. Well, the thing
2: is, it was something Voodoo was doing. Because they recently did a redesign. So they're like, here's a sale. And then Amazon always just steals the Voodoo sales.
0: <laughs> Amazon straight savage, man. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> we can do. We are Amazon. We can literally do whatever we want. When do we get the first Amazon biopic? Soon. Probably soon, uh, yeah.
1: Actually, probably soon.
2: All right, and then finally... It's going gonna,
1: it's gonna to be on the creator of Amazon. Yeah. He's going to create his own biopic.
2: <laughs> He's, yeah, yeah that, I wouldn't doubt why, it. Why would you make a film production studio and then not make a film about yourself?
0: Yeah, that just seems... I mean, we're going to do that eventually, right? <laughs> Us three? Of that's course. just, that's the whole point. That I, I filed those patents for nothing otherwise, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> that joke fell on deaf ears. So, we're going to move on, And uh-huh. What did you, uh... <laughs> so it was a final... pity laugh. Don't act like it wasn't.
2: <laughs> uh, final 50 cent rental. Legend of the Guardians. The Owls of the Hulk.
0: oof This has that Owl City song <laughs> Justin,
2: yes, it does not fit
0: no. at all. I like the song, though. I mean, I'm one of the few people that's like, um, you know, a standard white kid. I really like Owl City. So,
1: you know, I'll,
2: I'll take they that They literally point. just were like, they have Owl in the name, so yeah. we're going to give it to them, right? Yeah, that's, that's totally what
0: happened, what happened yes. <laughs> and they also did it for Wreck-It Ralph, but they're like, we don't have Owl in the title, but no one else wanted to do a song for this. So, here you go, Owl City.
2: Yeah, so yeah. it's it's so weird. Like the whole time, I'm just like, but why are they owls?
0: Do you not know that this is a whole subgenre of fiction? Owl fiction, dude. Animal fiction. In, well, I know that. In grade school, there were a bunch of uh, kids who all read this one series about cats who are like wizards or something. And I'm like... Is it by the same author? Dude, it might be. I don't know. But I'm like, yeah.
1: And the the cover of the book was like the human turning into the cat.
0: Maybe. It was called like Seekers or something. I don't know. I'll look it up. But it was really weird because like all of the... I don't want to... It was all of the girls in the class read the Seekers books. And every time I'm like... I mean, I loved books in grade school I still do I don't read them nearly as much as I used to but I I tried once and I'm like but they're cats (laughs) like what is I don't why aren't these people so I feel like they might be the same thing might be the same person I'm gonna figure it out I'm gonna research but how'd you like owl owl movie owl man
2: once I got past the fact that they were owls and that Hugo Weaving voices two different owls for what? no reason. They're not connected characters. He just voices both of them. Once I got past that. Very odd. It was fine. Like, it's pretty cool visually. And Zack Snyder's style actually works really well in animation. But okay. also, I think, I think this is an instance where they, like, crammed, like, at least multiple books I don't know how many, like, three or four books into one movie. That's and never And so it makes good. for a very jarring narrative. Okay. But it's probably one of the best movies about owls that I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So, here we go. So... The books were called Warriors and they were cats, but also apparently the same woman wrote books about bears called the Seekers and one more, but I can't seem to pull it up, uh, Survivors, which was about dogs (laughs) and they're just people. But with dogs. Oh, sorry, I missed one more. Brave Lands, which is about lions, maybe? Lion, elephant, baboon. That's not really, you have a theme where it's all one animal, and now here we are. So I don't know about owls, but it seems like it's the same genre of books where people are animals. So yeah. that's where we're at in this world. <laughs> and Zack Snyder saw that property and was like, "Yes."
2: <laughs> he just couldn't make it racist, though, you know. He tried, but <laughs> What?
0: <laughs> I'm so confused. What? Is, Is Zack Snyder known for his racist filmmaking? <laughs> Sometimes I'm I'm racking my brain. What are we what are we drawing on right now? <laughs>
2: It's more complicated than that. Okay. It's, it's but yeah, uh, 300 is just like a
0: oh, well.
2: weird, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I forget he does that. <laughs> I always forget he did 300. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's that was my week. Okay. Well, me then. Uh, I already talked about San Junipero. Couldn't remember the name uh watch you obviously
1: didn't like it that much actually.
0: yeah, I hated it. It's horrible <laughs> i hate, <laughs> I, hate, I, hate, I hated how much it made it made tears come out of my face. That wasn't okay uh, a movie that I wish made more tears come out of my face, but I just couldn't find it in me to care as much as it wanted me to was call me by your name like I get it as I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah. I get why people like this, but at the same time i'm like i don't really like this that much. like there are good moments. I think um Army Hammer and Timothy Schlemet uh have amazing chemistry, some of the best i've ever seen in film. but the movie around them is so like weirdly drawn out in scenes that don't need to be drawn out. And it's so just utterly I hate using I don't hate using this word, but I hate using it for movies. Because I mean for people it makes sense, but for movies, this movie's pretentious, alright? It just is. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get how people aren't seeing through this facade. I'm like, oh, there's one line in this movie that just made me cringe from how bad it was. And I can't remember. Oh, he, he praises uh, Aaron Sorkin,
2: but can't handle Me by your name. Can't
0: handle. It's because I. It's because I'm obviously a bigot. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. I'm not. <laughs> I had no problem with that, um, except for the age thing. The age thing still is a little weird, right? Like, am not I? Really. Am I the only one who thinks the age thing's a little like okay? You're an adult, though, and he's a kid, so... I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I think it's just me. No one else seems to be talking about it. <laughs> Maybe I'm ageist. That might make more sense. Uh, but anyway... Oh, boy. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> I'm horrible, I hate myself. Okay, uh, but... There are good scenes. But other than that, I'm just like... Yeah, this is like a few good moments wrapped up in a movie that otherwise I'm like I'm never gonna watch this again. Like, good Anya, you made an interesting thing, but yeah, I don't know. Army Hammer's good, Timothy Chalamet is good, but like not that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like they're good, but like people who are saying Timothy Chalamet. Obviously, he, he's getting robbed from these awards. I'm like, again, he's good, but he's not that good. So, I think the internet might hate me after this one, but I just, it didn't connect with me as much as I expected or wanted it to. This was really a battle of uh, uh, expectations, I think. If I didn't go in knowing how great everyone thinks it is, I think I would have liked it a lot more. So, that's on me, I think. Other movie I watched, a movie I went in with no expectations for. (laughs) This movie's weird, man. Uh, It's called Please Stand By. A movie I didn't talk about last week because I had no clue what it was. And it came out last week. Um, Mm -hmm. But it also came out on rental services at the same time so i rented out on itunes because i was like okay i'm losing the 2018 competition i don't want to watch a movie aaron's watched because i'm weird like that so i watched a different movie and uh i found dakota fanning not dakota fanning yes dakota fanning no why are you saying what? no oh, <laughs> it is no, dakota fanning that. i'm pretty sure now I'm confused. Okay. So I found Dakota Fanning. We were just... I don't know if it was on the podcast, but a few weeks ago we were talking about where where did Dakota Fanning go. I found her. She's in this movie. And uh, yeah, it's a movie. It's about really the most I can say.
1: It, it's a movie. It uh, is... It's- From now on, you have to say, it's a movie. Like, no T, I-S-S-A. It's a a movie. It's a movie. There we go. Yeah. It's for you, T. I'm from Brooklyn. It's a movie.
0: It's a movie. (laughs) Wait, that's not Brooklyn. (laughs) That's Boston. I'm Mark Wahlberg. Say hi to your mother for me. It's a movie. It's a
1: movie. Let's move on before you embarrass yourself some more.
0: No, so, yeah, it's... uh, it's extremely predictable. It, like, you, you know what's gonna happen pretty much from the minute the whole main plot gets introduced. And it's pretty emotionally manipulative in ways that, like, a movie shouldn't be. But it worked. <laughs> so, I don't know. And from what I can tell, from what I've read, it gets autism pretty incorrect. I'm not surprised. Yeah, but, like, I sent it to Aaron. I'm like, yeah, but what movie has gotten autism correct? Is there one? But that
2: doesn't mean no, we get to no. get them all.
0: High. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying, it, it's not like this movie is, like, Satan spawned because it's, <laughs> it's it doesn't get, I, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Either way. Don't movies have, like, a really bad rap sheet of portraying mental health? to begin yeah. with, so, oh, yeah. I mean, but, give me something, give me, I mean,
0: also, oh, I well. take issue with the fact that literally everyone in this movie is a fan of Star Trek, I'm like, there are not that many Star Trek fans that are that open and know that much about Star Trek, I just don't believe that in my life, and one character's like, what's that, a Star War, I'm like, oh my god so she missed the memo everyone else is like star trek best franchise ever but her she's like is it a star war i don't even know what a star war is what's a star trek who's this captain kirk guy it's like like who is he she says that and her kid's like my god mom you are so dumb captain kirk is the is the captain of the uss enterprise obviously Mom, you missed the memo! Yeah, I don't think I like this movie. <laughs> I I talked myself into liking it when it was done, but the more I talk about it, I I don't like it. <laughs> so here we are. Still better than the commuter though. So best movie. Best movie of the year. I want
1: I want Arkham Technology, baby. I want it. Don't we I all want the Arkham Vision?
0: So, yeah, that's, 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 please stand by. So, is, was it worth getting a foot up on Aaron?
2: No. He didn't get a foot up on me. I have four movies, you have two.
0: Like, it's not a foot up, but, like, one of my foot is on a step ready to pounce, you know? Mm. So. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know what this episode is. Guys, let's move on to the casting segment this week. Guys, this is a David special. He's like, hey, guys, I'm in here. Uh, Jacob picked Toy Story. (laughs) We already did Toy Story. Like one of the early weeks that like one of the first episodes we ever did was a Toy Story recast, I believe.
1: Well there's a snake in my boot.
0: Exactly. So David comes in and he's like, Hey, Nacho Libre And I'm like, I hate Nacho Libre. I've never seen it all the way through, so I don't think I can really have a call on that. He's like Breakfast Club and I'm like, that is a perfect choice. So today we are looking at the Breakfast Club. We're recasting it. All the classic roles are here. So, guys, buckle in. Get ready for a detention. In, was it... In, yeah, it was detention. It wasn't in-school. What is it technically called if it, you have to come in on a day that... Detention?
2: Just go with detention. We're
0: going to go with detention. <laughs> have you not seen this movie either? We could have done naturally, Break. I've, I've seen Breakfast Club. So, we're going to do... The Breakfast Club, starting with John Bender, the bad boy. <laughs> I picked Timothy Schlomet <laughs> for no other reason than that he's basically playing this character in Lady Bird already. Good point. So, that's my pick. Aaron, who do you got? Yes,
2: I went with Cole Sprouse. Because he's playing the bad boy on Riverdale. Hmm. So
0: Could be a good chance for him to do something a little more serious than Riverdale. <laughs> Which is I guess probably too serious. I don't know. There's a fine line. Interesting.
1: David, who you
0: got for John?
1: I decided with is it Avon Jogia? Basically the guy from Victorious.
2: I don't remember.
1: Because. I don't know what that show look. is. Look them up. We gotta look him up. Right I now. don't know. <laughs>
0: I, I can't. Yeah. I'm looking at the cast list right now. I can't do that.
1: You can do it. You gotta know what... Okay. I, can I screen share this bad boy with you? Sure, do it. So How do I screen share?
2: Oh my god. <laughs> People
0: listen to this. People take time out of their busy schedules to listen to this show. Um so <laughs> I am not moving from the fountain of perfection that is Timothy Schlamay. Fine. I, I lay my good. flag in this yeah, soil.
1: Aaron, you do not even know. Oh, so this well,
2: guy yeah, so he's, perfect. He's not, he's, David, he's not marketable enough if I don't even know him. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: He's
0: um, Allison! You know, the one everyone is like, ooh, she's a freak. That sounded really wrong. That's not what I meant. But she's like crazy, you know? That's who we're going with. So, for this one. Just realized I casted the wrong person in this role. So we're going with Claire first because I need to think of a different Allison. Because the person I'm thinking of is for Claire. Claire, the preppy girl. Hey, red hair. I'm looking at Sheer <laughs> Lady Ladybird reunion. <laughs> Aaron.
2: Uh, I had a tough time with this one, yeah. but I eventually went with Olivia Cook. Who is... She was on Bates Motel for a while, she... Oh, she was in Ouija, the first one. Ooh ooh,
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Not, not a solid resume. Mm, yeah, there, but...
0: <laughs> interesting, interesting nonetheless. David, who you got for Claire?
1: For Claire. Big ups for Claire. I don't know, that was weird. Going to choose. Looking for the name. Okay. Where... Like, I know who I want. The redheaded girl from It in 2017. Okay. uh, Beverly is her character's name. Beverly is her character, but like... No, it's
2: Sophia Lillis. Sophia Lillis. is Misty a few weeks back or whenever
1: yeah yeah put maker maker in this one
0: you're (laughs) casting her but not as the redhead no we are doing the redhead right
1: yeah we are doing the redhead we switched we switched to
0: claire because i didn't have i had one for claire not allison i i miscast
2: oh then i wasn't going with olivia who uh, are you going with then for
0: claire i went with sophie turner Mm -hmm. i'm going sophie turner Uh, Okay. She gets to play an American instead of a uh, winter person. We're going with Allison Reynolds now.
2: (laughs) No, it's a little real cook.
0: Yeah, and mine. No, I just lost her name again. (laughs) Why did I do this to myself? I played myself. Um. Oh my God. What's her name? Stranger Things. What is her name? The mom in Stranger Things. Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder for Allison, but no one acknowledges that she's way older than everyone else. I mean, I just she she nails it. She's basically playing Allison in Stranger Things, but like I, as a mom. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna go with that one.
0: We're going with Winona Ryder. Yes. There's not even yes. You know, we need a name to sell it. And I think Winona Ryder, she's seen a bit of a resurgence lately. What do we think about Brian? I was thinking... Uh, oh my God. I don't have the names written out. I just have guy from Manchester by the Sea. Lucas Hedges. Lucas Hedges, thank you. He has, uh, he has a Brian look about him. He does. That's a solid book.
2: Thank you. I went with Tom Holland.
1: Okay. That's a good choice. That is a good choice. I went with the classic Rick As- Astley from Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> because I think having this iconic... We're talking about we need one rider. We need Rick Astley to really draw in the crowds. Because every, everyone, in the entire movie, is looking to get Rick rolled, but it never so, comes. Yeah, they're
2: gonna they're gonna play like but the it, first bit <laughs> of "Don't You Forget About Me" when the film ends, but then it's just
0: transition.
1: Yeah, it's exactly Rick Astley. How, <laughs> tell me how beautiful that is. Right, it's I'm Rick Astley. Yeah, I'm Let's going go. with him too.
0: That's a unanimous. That's Because what else? <laughs> what else do you choose? That <laughs>
1: that's
0: that is insane. Okay.
1: Da,
0: da, da, Andrew. Da, da. For Andrew, I have Tom Holland. <laughs> so, I, I think he plays, a, like, I think he could play a better jock than he plays a nerd.
2: Maybe. I went with, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name, but Dacre Montgomery. And he was in... He was the Red Ranger in Power Rangers. And he was in the new season of Stranger Things.
0: Okay. Oh, you uh, know, another good pick would be the boyfriend in Stranger Things. Forget his name, but... I don't yeah, know if they're still dating so. Yeah, he's good. Also, we're just picking people who do, who've done, like, period work because we're like, it's an 80s movie! <laughs> I am honestly surprised The Breakfast Club has not been remade yet. And I know saying that put an idea on someone's head. And don't do it! It does not need to be remade. Unless you use our casting. Then yes, you can remake it.
1: David, who you got? I want Michael J. Fox. But if, does Michael J. Fox have a son? Because I want young Michael J. Fox. Had Michael J. Fox in his prime? When he was young? Is that available? Does Michael? I'm Okay, Google, does Michael J. Fox have a son? Can we get Tom Holland in this picture? Oh, he does. He does. And he looks like a jock. I'll go with Sam Michael Fox. That's his name. (laughs) Sam Michael Fox.
0: We're casting an unknown. I think that has to be... uh...
2: (laughs) That's the first.
0: Yeah, it is. And, uh, sure. I... (laughs) (laughs) This is one of the more, uh... Wild casting sweet bad, I don't really know. This is uh this is good. Uh so the vice principal You gotta think Guess of someone, I'm huh?
2: I'm going with Ben Mendelssohn. Cause it's the same guy from Die Hard. And I'm gonna cast the same actor again.
0: Yeah. That's a different character. <laughs> Quite different but
2: they were played by the same actor initially, so why not now?
0: Hmm. It, well, yeah, okay. Sure. We're assuming that in this universe, all of our remakes get made. <laughs> and so we're like, what do you mean? Of course they get made. Yeah, of they're
1: course. Gonna, they're they're going to get made when we get famous.
0: Yeah, of course. So, so I cast this universe we're talking
1: about.
0: I cast an actor who played a troublemaking uh, school schoolboy, Sounded weird. He played a troublemaking schoolboy, But now he's playing the man who lays down the law. I'm picking, of course, Daniel Radcliffe. Maybe doesn't have the age yet. Could probably pass as the same age as these people. But imagine Daniel Radcliffe doing that dialogue with, uh, <clears throat> with John. Where he's like... That <laughs> I made <mean>, a gun. <laughs> where, where he's holding God. John at gunpoint, and he's like, "I swear to God, <laughs> make one more move, and I blow your head off, kid." That's my favorite scene. It's really powerful. So, like, I would too. Uh No. So, Dan Radcliffe, David. Who you got?
1: No, 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 no. You know this man. Oh no has a lot of TV time already, right? But he hasn't hit quite the thick screen. Mm -hmm. He's got the acting chops, I believe, and a comedic value to him.
0: Well, he's not really a
1: comedic character, but okay. But but his comedic value could add some flair Mm. to all his lines and make them ever so more menacing.
0: I know where you're going with this, but just say it. (laughs) What do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say Charlie Day.
1: No no, oh. no, 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 no,
0: Which would not Something, be a bad choice.
1: would not be a bad choice. But I think... One? Yeah. I think Daniel Tosh... <laughs> Why would you Daniel to Tosh step every week? Into the light. Because can't you see Daniel Tosh running around through the hallways, going in his office, go, go give him the riot act. You know, when he yells at, uh... John. That's... John. <laughs> Can you see Daniel Tosh is trying to lay down the law? Like you, tr- like try to comprehend like what ex- existential moment you're like living in? I'm telling you, Daniel Tosh has the
0: chops. I was <laughs> going with Ben so- Mendelsohn. I mean, as soon as I heard no. it, I was down.
1: Oh my god! I, uh, Aaron, Aaron Trade, come to Daniel Tosh.
0: I, I can't do it. <laughs> so. so Ben Mendelson. also he just looks like the principal, right? Like he has the face for it. It's the same thing with Lucas Hedges, who somehow did not get cast as Brian because Rick Astley is in this movie. So, who's directing this just garbage dump of 80s nostalgia? Uh,
2: Lacey, you might like my pick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I went with Greta Gerwig.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm in. (laughs) I mean, I didn't pick her, but I did now, so... Greta Gerwig wins. I just want Greta Gerwig to direct literally everything. <laughs> like, could she be the only one who directs from now on?
1: That'd be very boring.
0: So our uh, breakfast. Wait, David. Ago. David didn't give his pick. Oh, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> I'm just That's I just want to hear it. Right? I, I
0: know. I'm just kidding, David.
1: Who's your pick? No, you don't get to know. You don't get to know now it just doesn't matter. I don't matter. Like, you knowing my two castings, you don't get them. I'm gonna pull my David card and just bring him into my own movie, where I cast a perfectly better movie. A perfectly, a perfectly movie? better movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, David. And every way. In <laughs> every way.
0: I wrote Gert Gerwig.
1: <laughs> All right, we gotta wrap this up. Jake's like going off the deep end. <laughs>
0: gert that's not a name it is but it sounds like a muppet
1: again are we listening to jake right now he's off i'm gonna die (laughs) he was mad at me saying that people listen to this and now he's just like internet i hope this one's full circle our
0: best our (laughs) breakfast club remake is going to have Timothy Schlemmeh. Whoa, I'm seeing spots, dude. Sophie Turner. Winona Ryder. It's Allison. Rick Astley. It's Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Samuel M. Fox is Andrew. And Ben Mendelsohn is the vice president. And Kurt Gerwig. You got for us buddy take right, us well, home here you're
2: not gonna make it very long i'm good we're, we're gonna let's do, do this do a very simple one okay so this past weekend <laughs> i went to a party with some friends
1: I'm So excited.
2: and we had this uh 1 a.m drunken movie party we're like what should we watch on netflix and uh this film came up. this uh irresistible 1am drunken movie Mm. to watch
1: irresistible great work
2: work. Uh, so undercover starring miley cyrus
0: did she go undercover in this one she went so undercover (laughs) wow good for her
2: but also not really because I don't understand like how the movie is this bad like you look at it, you think, okay, this is just gonna be like a derivative, like, okay, it's just like miscongeniality or mm-hmm. I don't how oh, she's the man or some some terrible like teen comedy with like a
0: disguise kind of thing. Oh when I think teen comedy, I think miscongeniality. I just meant like in the disguise. No, I, I know. I, on that I, one, yeah, but... I gotcha. I'm just
2: giving you hard time. This film is so bad. Like it's using all these derivative tropes. But it's so bad of them. Like, they have this scene where they're doing, like, that whole proving she's a great detective by having her, like, oh. call out people on their lives. And, like, her dad comes home and he's like. Is it oh, Billy Ray die? Cyrus? No, it's not. Oh, dang. It's, so... it's the guy from. He's from some sitcom. I forget which one. I'll look it up. <clears throat> But he comes home and he's like, "Oh, I was just out with friends." And she's like, "No, you weren't. I noticed that like your newspaper is still wrapped up and something else." And then she's like, "And you have this stamp from the horse racing stadium, whatever." And it's this giant red stamp that's noticeable all the way across the room in every single shot. It's just such a good detective. Is basically <laughs> red. She's like, "So that's how we know she's a good detective."
0: Yes. She is. She's very good.
2: For some reason, she gets recruited by the FBI, and then she has to, like, join the sorority, and she has to pretend to be a sorority girl, because, you know... How old is she she when she made this? I don't know.
0: It was a 2012 movie, so... I don't
2: know how old she is. Yeah, me neither.
0: I don't know who her dad is. Like, I don't know her, her dad's character name. Oh, I wouldn't be able to tell you... Jeremy Piven's in this movie. He is, yes, but he's... He's not her dad. Recruiter. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking here, man. I really am. It's not important. It is to me. (laughs) Okay, keep going.
2: All this dumb stuff, like... I don't even remember, man. It's just like, she's pulling out her gun at, like, every instance and, like, trying to blow her cover. Like, there's, like, the the moment where, like, they get again up in, like, the middle of the night for a slumber party thing, and then she pulls out her gun on the person waking her up, and then she's just like, oh, it's not a real gun, and the person grabs it and starts pointing it at her, and she's like, oh, yeah, that's funny, it's funny, it's not a real gun,
0: and it's... that's a scene. That's a a thing. Gun safety was not on this film's agenda. <laughs> She's so undercover and so dangerous. <laughs>
1: there's, dangerous. There's
2: some... She like feeds an alligator a bag of potato chips so it won't attack her or something. That's a that's a detective skill.
0: Six <laughs> percent on rotten tomatoes. <laughs> okay.
2: And then eventually she learns out she's not actually working for the FBI. She's like set up as like the fall guy for this assassination attempt or something. It's a really, it's both like the most simple plot ever written and makes no sense whatsoever. It's,
1: it's, it's like how did you th- mess this this up? This
2: film is just it, this film is just truly something, something to behold. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and.
2: And so then they catch the real guy, who was Jeremy Piven, all along.
0: Wow. Uh, Probably should have seen that coming. The, uh... <laughs> the dad is uh, Michael Malley from Yes Dear on CBS. That, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I like I like that show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've seen a couple episodes, and I'm like, okay. This reminds me of growing up, because my dad we used to watch it all the time. So,
2: so yeah but then and then at the end of the film she decides that she is going to no longer be a detective or an fbi agent she's going to be a college student
0: wow get an education the, the, kids the
2: true undercover slot was the friends she made along the way i don't i don't, I don't know i don't know
0: <laughs> it was inside of her all along the true college student was inside of her all along whoa okay <laughs> we're moving on to the
1: fault in your stars, David. Wait, okay, I, I'm I, have start talking. I have one. I have one. No, 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 no. Have... Thanks, on a bender. All right. No, no, I gotta do my intro. Internet.
0: Calm down. Oh, okay. Calm down. <laughs> we can do this. Guys, this is the segment where we go on the internet and we find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the movie is, and we throw it out there. We have the other two try and guess the movie. It's a fun time. We all have a good time. We play a game. This week, David has the review. David, what you gonna do?
1: (sighs) I'm gonna finish yawning. Excuse me. And then I'm gonna tell you about a one-star movie. Who's ready to play?
0: I am. This
1: is a really awful movie. The characters are cardboard cutouts, no motivation or interest. The story is so full of gigantic holes, so riddled with simplistic, obvious foreshadowing that the ending is robbed of all surprise and the audience is insulted by the stupidity they must adopt to follow the plot. Just terrible. Yeah, I don't really have a... It was just kind of like a... <laughs> and one star et for adults and et is a hundred times better one star because zero stars isn't a choice (laughs) is this the shape of water yeah (laughs) okay et for adults (laughs) (laughs) i mean i just want to i want to read you another one because there's some pretty good ones all right weird movie weird concept i gave it two stars purely for the brilliant performances especially by sally hawkins I don't see why anyone would fall in love with a weird-looking asset. Never mind. Get naked with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay.
0: Is that uh... all? Or you got one more?
1: No, that, that's gonna That's enough. it. Crappiest movie ever. Wow. Blah, blah, blah. Horrid. I can't understand the hype. But I, I like the horrid. never get naked with it. That it's is
0: probably... a word I have not heard in a hot minute. Horrid. Naked? Horrid. Yeah, naked. <laughs> that's No one uses that word. No, horrid. That's a good one. Uh, guys, this has been episode 88 of Reboot Already Underway. Hey. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at dbex15. That's with two S's on Twitter. If you want to find Aaron, you can find him at littleflamedude on Twitter. This clever blog name is already taken on Tumblr.com. Aaron, yes. temp it.
2: Ah, uh, the errands
0: are out, so they're all up there. Ah, uh, you can see my picks for the best and worst of the year. The Bye Bye Man won the best song. I just I don't want to spoil it, anything it for an you. Goodbye. <laughs> that, that, that was song? the song. That was the song. Yeah, that was it. it was, voice yeah, acted by David. Voice acted. That's hey. what they. That's what they say. That's when they're at the Grammys and they're like, "Who performed that song?" David voice acted in the Bye Bye Man song. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, if you want to find me around the internet, your host, Jacob Lacey, hello, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter and Jake Lace on Tumblr, posting those, uh, 2017 in film, uh, mini reviews, uh, by the time you hear this, they'll all be out, but, uh, right now, halfway through, a little over half. You won't see Call Me By Your Name on there. I saw it after. I, I'm like, it's too late. My numbers are already set in stone. What do you want me to do? So,
1: Guys. Live your life.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to live my life. Guys, if you want to find the podcast around the internet, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on Twitter, Facebook, um, SoundCloud. So- I always say SoundCloud. SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, Of course, you can leave a review, you can leave a like, and you can email us at rebootartyunderway at gmail.com if you want to let us know how we're doing or if you want to send us a question. You can do that. (laughs) Just so everyone knows. Like, you are are able to do that. Um, Guys, that's all for this week. Join us in a couple weeks when we discuss who won our academy awards nomination pool bracket whatever you'd want to call it and uh yeah join us next week when we talk about
2: the aaron award-winning film oh
0: my god bye bye man this is the only reason he did this people (laughs) i just want everyone to stay woke on this aaron is aaron is fake news everyone not only, not only is he a fake award show, he won President Trump's fake news award show.
2: I think we can all agree that The Aarons was a better award show.
0: No, well, I mean, that's not.
2: We really. can at least agree on that.
0: Guys, we'll see you all next week. Goodbye.